Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Welcome to the Crop Watch Podcast. I'm Michael Sindelar, a cropping systems extension educator. Today I'm joined by Dr. Robert Wright, who is an entomologist at the University of Nebraska, and we're going to be talking about insecticide seed treatments. Good morning, Dr. Wright. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. Well, to, to start off with, what, protect, what protection from pests do seed and treatments offer? Um, how, and how does the uh, pest have to consume or come in contact with this insecticide for it to control it? Okay, well, uh, since the seed treatment is just an external covering on the seed, uh, depending a little bit on the chemistry you're using, uh, it solubilizes in water, in the soil water, and provides a, uh, an area of protection around the seed, and the insect has to come into contact with the soil to get a lethal, lethal concentration. Also, uh, as the seed germinates, uh, most of the seed treatments have some systemic activity, so they're taken up by the plant. And uh, as an insect feeds on the seed, either germinating seed or seedling, they can also get a, a lethal dose by ingestion. So there's both soil action and ingestion of the, the seed, seedling or germinating seed that are ways that a, a lethal dose is obtained. So what are the targeted pests for control when you're using a uh, insecticide seed treatment? Okay, well, I'm mostly talking about corn and soybeans, but they're early season pests, typically uh, soil pests that are gonna damage the germinating seed or seedling. Um, and then the fact that most of these, the products we use now, the modern products have some systemic activity, so they can provide some above ground protection as well for a, a limited amount of time of insects that uh, feed on seedlings once they emerge. So how long does that systemic action last? Are, are you looking at um, early vegetative stages or does it even go longer into the season or is it just at the seedling stage? Well, it's most effective in the early vegetative stages. I mean, you can, if you do research, you can detect it uh, later in the year, but it's not a lethal concentration that would control pests. Uh, so at least, and we're talking about uh, several different modes of action, but particularly the neonicotinoids, which are commonly used a lot. Uh, now there are some other alternatives, but uh, they can easily provide up to three weeks of above ground activity uh, against some insects, but not much beyond that. So uh, when looking at integrated pest management, it's always taught that um, using multiple modes of action is important and rotating through those modes of action. How does using seed treatments help with, with this idea? Well, again, it varies by which, which product we're talking about. There are some uh, pyrethroid seed treatments. And so that, that's something we typically use a lot in corn and soybeans. So that may not uh, 
well, we're probably we're probably attacking different insects, so it may not be that important in terms of a resistance management perspective. Uh, the neonicotinoids also have some foliar insecticides with that class, and if you look at some of the labels, uh, do restrict uh, use of similar products. The number of similar products you can use as a foliar treatment if you used uh, neonicotinoid as a seed treatment. So there is some of that concern and it's, it's shown on some of the labels, that's something to look at as well. So it may, some seed treatments may, may limit your choices later in the summer in terms of foliar insecticides, uh, but that's probably good from a resistance management perspective. We don't wanna be uh, using the same modes of action repeatedly during one growing season. Right. And that's just because that helps shift the population to become resistant to that mode of action. Right. And I, I, I don't know for sure, but also may be an issue in terms of uh, having detectable residues at the end of the season that will end up in grain. So what situations are seed treatments the most effective? Or where, where do you get your biggest bang out of the buck for them? Okay, there's a couple of different factors to think about. Uh, typically, we or historically, we've thought about seed treatments are most useful in terms of early season plantings when the soil is cold and the seed is not going to germinate quickly. And there's a long period of time when it's in a susceptible stage as it's germinating and as it's uh, getting ready to emerge from the soil. So that, that still is true in terms of uh, early plantings uh, when we have cold soils. Those are the sort of classical reason that we use seed treatments. Uh, some other things to think about in terms of uh, individual decisions, uh, knowing what hist pest history you have in that field or that farm what problems have you had in the past? You know, if you, some some areas and some soils or some cropping systems routinely have problems with wireworms or seed corn maggots or white grubs. Uh, those can be situations that uh, would be benefit from uh, seed treatment. Uh, trying to think here. So rotational history is another factor. Uh, if we have, again, with wireworms, if we're going into corn or soybeans after a small grain crop or a pasture, uh, if you're rotating from pasture or alfalfa into uh, a corn or soybean, that might be a situation where you were more likely to have early season pest problems. And then one thing we're seeing now also with uh, greater use of cover crops. If we till in a cover crop, that's a green manure, the decaying organic matter can encourage some insects like seed corn maggots. Uh, cover crops potentially could also uh, be a good habitat for some cutworms or early season caterpillars. Uh, we're not saying a big problem with that, but that's a potential to think about and seed treatments can provide some protection from some of those insects. So 
to, to kind of summarize, uh, seed treatments are probably the most effective when you have a established pest history or a history of a pest issue that's an early season pest. Um, changing uh, a crop, uh, you mentioned going from alfalfa to, to corn could be a concern. And uh, paying attention to how you other management decisions, such as using um, cover crops, that could also cause an issue uh, depending on how you terminate or till in those cover crops. Right. And at least what we're seeing, you know, we've done a lot of research in Nebraska, particularly Justin McMechan and his students and other people in agronomy looking at the cover crop systems in Nebraska. And we haven't seen major, major issues in terms of increased risk of in insects, but there, there are reports in the literature uh, if the right environmental conditions are there and the insects are present, we can cause some problems sometimes with early season insects. It's not 100% uh, predicted that you'll have problems, but it's something we need to be thinking about. And I guess the one, the one issue, the other thing to think about with seed treatments, uh, some of the early season, the soil insects in particular, there oftentimes is not a good rescue treatment so, you know, an IPM approach is wait and see if you have a problem before you treat. But when we're talking about the soil insects, uh, there's not a good post-plant application that's effective. So if, if there is a risk from some of these uh, seed treatments are about the only option. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, do you have any upcoming uh, programming that you would like to talk about? Oh, not yet. Uh, I don't have a lot of, well, I'm gonna be involved in crop production clinics. I guess that's the main thing in January that I'm planning for. Uh, All right, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and put out those uh, crop production clinic dates. Uh, gearing is gonna be on January 5th. North Platte's going to be on January 6th, Norfolk on January 11th, Beatrice on the 13th, Hastings on the 19th, Kearney on the 25th, and York on the 26th. Yeah, so I'll be involved in some of the southeast and south central locations, uh, four of them so far. All right. Well, I'll probably bump into a couple of those. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. And have a good year. You too.